0: Welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with com. My name is Abhishek and this issue puts Mukesh Bansal, the founder of Mintra, and now a part of Flipkart, on the cover page. Joining me to talk about his cover story is Senior Assistant Editor Debo Jyoti Ghosh. Hi Debo, nice to have you back. Hi Abhishek. In your story, you briefly talk about Mr. Bansal's eventful journey. Middle class upbringing, great education, IIT Kanpur, two years at Deloitte, not too keen on it, quits. From 1999 to 2007, works with four startups, two of which are in e-commerce, two do not do too well. Then in 2007, Mukesh Bansal starts Mintra. He sells it to Flipkart for a multi-million dollar deal. And keeping profitability and all of that aside, because none of the e-commerce players are making money, as successes go, it's it's been a great one. So tell us about the man's journey and, and the cover story.
1: Sure. Sure.
0: So Abhishek, I will
1: just uh, try to bring out a fact that, you know, while I was talking to a lot of investors and his friends, his close buddies from college and school, one thing came out very clearly, you know, that he is one of those who always makes his second innings extremely successful. You know, one of his friends shared a very interesting anecdote. You know, he said that, you know, while... He was in college his first semester. He didn't do too well. You know, it was like so-so. But in the second semester, he was a department topper. So he brought the same analogy to his first startup, you know, Mintra. You know, he started off as a personalized gifting company, but that didn't take off too well. It was like, doing average business, you know. But then when he changed the business model and moved into fashion, within a year and a half, Myntra became one of the largest online fashion retailer, you know, in the country. He said, if you know cricket, you know, you've seen yes. players like Virat Kohli and, you know, like uh, MS Dhoni, you know, their second innings average scores are much better. So he was comparing, he said, that I see
0: Mukesh, you know, someone like that. Gavaskar would always say, why can't India play its second innings first? Because yeah. somehow we are in the dumps and in, India finds uh, inspiration in the second innings. But
1: anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So when I spoke to him, you know, he said that, you know, again, he wants to do that, that early stage entrepreneur kind of act. He wants to see whether he can do it again, you know, roll up his sleeves and, you know, go to investors, raise funds, you know, make a business uh, which uh, which consumers want to use it. So so where is he headed next? Uh, what he plans to do next is like he's looking at a venture in the healthcare and sport and fitness space, you know, where he wants to create an integrated platform which will connect, especially in the healthcare space, you know, consumers with. He gave me a broad idea because he said it's like still in the ideation stage. It will take about six to nine months to roll out the full-fledged product but you know what he said is that it will be more of a kind of an integrated solution you know keeping your records of your medical health you know like your prescriptions your health insurance or things like that and how that can be done in a more cost-effective manner is what he is looking at technology will be the core of both these ventures you know where it will play a very critical role he did not even rule out the possibility of an offline online strategy also But he said that there is a huge opportunity, especially in healthcare, you know, where currently uh, kindly about 100 billion dollar business you know which can become um, like a 300 billion dollar business in the next five years you know in the sports and fitness also it's 10 billion it is projected to become a 40 billion dollar business and if you see both these areas are very unorganized you know for example if if a child want to you know learn a sport you know how we can you know get him to the best of coaching or facilities or
0: things like that let's uh, move on a little bit uh, from the flipkart angle now how big of a hit is it for flipkart when they uh, lose talent of this kind obviously for better reasons where he'll set up a new company but i will not
1: call it a like a blow because you know what i gauge from talking to various industry players and analysts and all see when a company reaches a certain level there is a already a kind of a pipeline of leadership in created but definitely you know the kind of inputs that mukesh brought into flipkart post the acquisition it's uncomparable you know because he He had an entrepreneurial mind, you know, he brought in new innovations. And mostly, you know, what everybody appreciated about him that, you know, that of his team building, you know, because he himself also spoke about how he got one of the best talents from the top MNCs, you know, the global tech giants like Google, Microsoft, SAP, you know, he had got people, you know, to head various divisions and roles. So I think that also speaks a lot about the vision of the man, you know, like where he sees a company growing, you know. So in that aspect I would say definitely it's a loss you know which will be e- not easily compensated and and this has been a bit
0: of a norm recently with uh, Indian
1: entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general right who who started their own companies later not more than started their own company they more they moved on to do something new or different for example if you see falindra sama red bus you know he 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 moved out of the acquired entity. If you see uh, Raghunandanji of Taxi for sure, you know, the, he also moved out after the company got acquired by Ola. That's what even uh, one person pointed out that, you know, for a, a entrepreneur who is extremely successful and proved himself in one business, you know, for that person to stick on to a top executive role is very tough they I don't think you know are comfortable in continuing in an executive role they want to do something else they want to try out new things you know so I think that is what is very uh, you know very evident even in Mukesh's case also you know he spent almost two years he told me that I would have left the company when the you know the acquisition happened immediately that at time because there was no need for me to continue but then I thought I should you know I should be part of this transition, you know, see how it goes and things like that. So, if you see, post the acquisition also, Mukesh was, you know, handling both. You know, he was the fashion head for Flipkart at the same time he was the CEO of Mintra. So, he said for him also, it was like a larger canvas to learn more. Because if you see, Flipkart is a bigger organization, they have much more complexities and much more division because Mintra is very fashion focused. Flipkart has everything. He said that for me also, this two years was a great learning platform because I did multiple other things then just focusing on the fashion business.
0: And, and talking about multiple other things, uh, Debo, did you get a chance to probe him on how on earth uh, does a workaholic like him find time to spend two hours in the gym and read one book every week? How does that happen? I was also very curious because I know it's very
1: tough for anybody to get up at five in the morning and hit the gym by six. But people who know him very closely have said this, they say no matter what time he's sleeps in the night, even if there are a hectic schedule, you know, he is at the gym by six. It also shows the dedication of the man, you know, not just in the work that he does, but also in his personal space also. Despite being so much of hectic schedule, he still finds his his best time spent is in the corner of a room sitting you know cuddled up and reading a book you know that is what he calls it his best me time it shows you know like whatever he does he does it with utmost dedication and he's an extremely private you know person he doesn't want to talk too much about you know what he does and all but you know whatever little i could get from him i've tried to pull it out in the story one thing i think you know i have to tell abhishek you know what everybody spoke is that you know, clarity that he has whenever he takes a decision you know whether it's right or wrong is irrespective but you know the you know the conviction that he has when he takes a call is extremely strong you know even his investors say that sometime the certain decision when he took might not be favorable
0: yeah app only
1: for instance the app only strategy which backfired it's not easy in a business you know that you go completely against the market and you know, you take a decision. Okay, we'll do this. But that also requires a lot of conviction and confidence in yourself. I think that is also another factor which uh, I've tried to put it out through different examples and how you know he he is one of those you know who can you know take such decisions and such calls. You know, and even his investors have you know unanimously has said whatever he does next, we all want to be part of it.
0: This is a common theme. Uh, investors seem to like him. He's a likable. Person, I won't take the name, but I had met an angel investor a few years back when Mintra was not even Mintra that it is today, and he said that Mukesh Bansal is is, is cut out for different things and that he's a bit of a genius. So I think let's let's wait to hear more from you on where Mukesh Bansal goes next. And uh, this is quite an energetic and a refreshing piece, urging all your listeners to pick this issue up and comment on it. Uh, uh, thanks, both for your time on this this podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Abhishek. Thank,
0: Thank you. you. Thank you again, Devo. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com uh, as well as on iTunes. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818. <laughs>